It's an amazing morning at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. It's a happy Friday. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Brother Andrew. Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, How are you? Deborah Evans. Happy, happy Friday. Friday. Happy Friday, you too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How are you? Are you doing better now? Still on that upward track. Awesome. Praise God. Yeah. yeah getting yeah. better. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Please keep me lifted. Yeah. Is, are you eating the right stuff? Are you eating the right stuff? Oh, yes, ma'am. Okay, yeah. good. good. Drinking your water? Good, good. Oh, staying, staying ultra hydrated. <laughs> That's good. If you're doing the right stuff, you can only get yeah. better. Praise yeah, it, 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 it's, a little, it's a little tough because uh, I'm... I haven't gotten my vaccination yet, and so oh, yeah. uh, and I'm still gathering strength from from my hospital stay last year. So I'm oh, not, that's you know, right. I I was I was out uh, oh. for maybe slightly more than a month before the pandemic oh, set in. Nice. Yeah, so I've been uh, been pretty isolated since then. Oh, okay, so you don't have to worry. Yeah. About that pandemic as much. Praise God. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't get that last part. I said, praise God, you're getting better. You don't have to worry about the pandemic because you're you've been isolated already. Mhm. But things are now because uh, people have gotten some vaccinations. Stuff mm-hmm. is starting to uh, the, the the same uh, amenities that you had before with deliveries and such. Are starting to uh, dwindle out, so mm-hmm. still still need lifted because we're, we're 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 not where people think we are. We're yeah, you know. Yeah. So and, and and the thing is, even if I wasn't getting better, I'm going to be like the 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 woman who built the little room on her house for for Elijah for Elisha mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say it is well, because it is well. you know, because you got you got the you got the bridge, the chasm of the affliction, whatever it mm-hmm. may be, with faith, and you got to stand mm-hmm. on that faith. But faith is That's an invisible right. bridge, you know. When when you walk mm-hmm. on it, if you look down, it's going to mess you up. You, you look up, mm-hmm. you know. You keep, you keep your vision on your destination. And our destination mm-hmm. is to please God. And when other people mm-hmm. see where you're walking, they're going to mm-hmm. ask you how you did that. Perfect mm-hmm. opportunity. Because we're not mm-hmm. here. We're, we're, we're not. We're not here for our own press clippings. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to report. We're supposed to quote him when they interview mm-hmm. us. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so please keep me keep me lifted when you remember. Yeah, you sound. You sound good, though. You sound like yourself, so I'm sure you're doing better. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah. Mannerisms. Everything is the same. You haven't changed. That's, that's a good mm-hmm. sign. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
it's a happy day at the clear victory. My name is Andrew. <laughs> and the men taking over. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. I'm still keeping you lifted, Brother Andrew. Hi, oh, family. Thank you, Prosperous Pam. Happy, happy Friday. Thank you. Yeah, Good morning. Full time job. Good morning. Somebody was. Good morning. This is Rita. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Sister Rita. Good morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Hey, Sister Susie. God bless you. Happy Good. Friday. Happy Friday to you too, Brother Andrew. God bless you as well. And Rick says, Rick says, good morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Morning, Hey, happy Friday. Happy favorite Friday. It's Rochelle. Get it moving, man. That's right. Because it, 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 but this is a this is a heavy wagon. Hard to push it by myself. I need y'all's help. And there's room, oh, there's room on this wagon. Help me push. Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's Brother Michael. Brother Michael, God bless you. Happy Friday. God bless you too. I'm I'm here to pull that wagon with you, bro. I, I hear you. I hear you. That's right. Happy Friday, Sister Sister Eva. I love hearing you in the morning. And God has our back, and he's good all the time. That's right. That's right. That's why I'm not afraid of getting up. (laughs) I I, I know he's got me. Yeah, Yeah. Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's Maximo. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Brother too. Andrew. I love getting up on Fridays to hear your voice. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, it's it's so good to be heard. Yeah, I, I could I could be someone. I, I could be somewhere with a ventilator in. I I could be somewhere where they're grieving me. Yeah. Okay, but uh, while I have breath, David said, I'm supposed to praise the Lord because I have breath. And sometimes it may be hard to breathe. I'm going to praise him while I can. Just in case, just in case he's listening. Yeah. And Brother Andrew exactly. also had a prayer request on the app. I don't know if um, it's on there or not. But I um, was asking for a prayer for my bonus son, Brandon. Okay, could you say that Brandon? Yes. Yes, his name is Brandon. Uh-huh. And he's 21 years old, and just for his mental, his mental capacity, he's up in John George. So I'm just one asking for prayer for him. You got it on Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, y'all. 
Thank you, Lord. You're welcome. Oh, touch me. And that's uh, his last name is. How do you pronounce that last name? Gosi. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Oh no, no. Yeah, we'll 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 lift him up because God can pull him by the strands of His mind and and guide him and regulate him, just like He does all his children. Yeah. Good morning, Brother Andrew and family. This is Bobby. Happy Friday. Hey, Sister Vegas. God bless you. Happy Friday. How you doing this morning? I'm up in the line. (laughs) Hey. It's a good day then. Amen. Good day then. Good day then. Hey, good morning, brother. It's Dee. Good morning, Sister Dee. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, and I am calling on the name of Jesus on behalf of Brandon. I'm not playing. I heard that. I'm calling on the name of Jesus. Regulate that mind. Oh, Jesus. Woo. Oh, yeah. He's Because uh, he didn't give us the spirit of fear. But of power, love, and a sound mind. That's a gift to everybody. We just got to choose to to put it on, just like that full armor. You know, because no no matter no matter what's out there against us, he gives us a way of escape. Whether by deflection, protection, or escalation, because just like Jesus told him in the garden. We can call down angels to protect us. So all we got to do is, all we got to do is study to show ourselves approved unto God. Workmen need not be ashamed, because we can rightly di- divide the word of truth, and we see all of His promises that He's placed in there just for us. And when we do that, then we know no weapon formed against us can prosper and we can do like David attack the battle don't wait for Goliath to chase us we chase him down that's how we do it because this is Friday this is men's day we're on the vanguard we are the watchman on the wall and we're here to lift his name who is with me on this call Good morning, it's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Happy Friday. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, it's Sunshine and her daughter, Adrielle. Good morning. Hey, Sunshine. Good morning, Adrielle. Happy Friday to you both. Thank you. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Happy Friday. God bless everybody. Good morning, sister. Happy Friday to you. Is there anyone else? Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Krishanda. Hey, Krishanda. Happy Friday. Thank you. God bless. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Marshola. Good morning, Marshola. Happy Friday. Thank you. Now, by the clock on the wall, it's time we got started. So I'm going to ask everyone who can hear me 
clearly. Check your phone, place it on mute. Make sure that mute feature is activated and ongoing. So as the word of God goes forth, and it will, it needs to be fully heard to do everything that it was sent to do. We are caretakers of that word, and we need to make it visible, plain, simple, and, ex and accessible. And it starts with being able to hear it. Hello, my name is Andrew again, and I'm going to greet you with a God-blessed morning again. I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We're a prayer call. We meet Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk of Christ. We still free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Monday, Friday. Only have to schedule for the lineup to bless you. Brother Andrew, we can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. Be sure to continue to join us in April. Our monthly theme is assurance. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding gaining assurance from the Lord. There are two announcements before us today. Please take note, there will be no Friday Night Live this evening. Friday Night Live is off this evening for a time of refreshment, but it will resume on its next appointed round the following week. Secondly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission to declare victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving support to our mission? We have three ways to do so. First way, declarevictory.org. Second way, paypal.me slash declare victory third way cash app dollar sign i declare victory now those three ways again declarevictory.org paypal.me slash declare victory cash app dollar sign i declare victory now we pray many blessings by our heavenly father be returned to you forgiving and trusting in him there was one prayer request on the app this morning and that is for brandon gosey he's going through a tough period of mental strain and as i mentioned earlier we are agreeing as touching this thing that God grab him by the strands of his mind, regulate his thoughts, because 
he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. And for all of those individuals who are feeling pressures, who are feeling fear, who are feeling uh, just depressed, for lack of a better term, right now, for a variety of reasons, okay, financial, uh, isolation, uh, lack of closure, bereavement, we're asking that we lift them and their cares before the Lord, because we are told to put our cares upon him, because he careth for us. He will never stop loving us. He will never leave us. We need him too much. We have other prayer requests that are revolving. We need to list them. We always cover the children. Please, family, never stop covering the children. Yours and those who are yours through coverage. The ones that are still caged. No one is talking about them at all. We need them released. We need them back with their parents. They need their families. We need the Lord to make it so. Cover them. The ones that are returning to school, for school's not ready for them to return. The ones that are struggling in isolation from their friends. The ones that are under financial strains because of what's happened to their parents who may or may not have their college entrances, their college finishes, just being in class affected. We're lifting them and their anxieties, their their depressions, their questioning God, their turning away from the faith. We're lifting the children that do not know him in the ark of safety. Children's suicides are skyrocketing. We're lifting them. We're lifting those on the front lines of the pandemic. Depression, anxieties, other forms of of mental strain are showing in them as well. They're fraying at the edges. We're asking the cool hands of the Lord cradle them, hold them, sustain them, succor them. We're praying for those that still hold racist ideologies in their heart and still claim to be in the family of God. We're praying that love take over. We're praying for those who are incarcerated and are feeling the strain of aloneness. We're praying for the teachers everywhere who are under their strain. We're praying for our neighbors. We're praying for our marriages. We're praying for our friends. We're praying for our church leaders, the yokemen of the gospel, who are where they need to be or doing what they ought to do and are feeling the strain of just more and more being demanded of them. 
we're praying for each other in our walks and being circumspect and and just handling our business and being good witnesses and not sounding like the world as the world is under so much strain through this pandemic. We as children of God need to sound the alarm that our God is real. Some days we need help, not because he's not, but just because we lack the strength. Pray for each other. Call us as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be raised by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be raised by Brother Tony Sandoval. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Jeff. The declaration will be rendered by Tony Sandoval. Then we will go immediately into closing comments by Brother Sandoval in Love, Life, and Victory, where he will further ask light over the things that he teaches this morning. The scripture lesson for today is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Hear the word of the Lord. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test? May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Again, please, ma'am, please, sir, check your phone to make sure that the mute feature is actively engaged so that none of the call is interrupted by ambient noise and that all of the call can be absorbed by those who need it most. I now prepare to pass the call. Brother Jeff, lead us to the throne of grace where we may find help in the hour of need. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name this morning, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we say thank you this morning for another day. Another opportunity, Lord God, to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning with our hearts and mind focused and stayed on you. Thank you, Lord God, for this month, Lord God, we are assured in you. Lord God, hallelujah. Bless us this morning, Lord God. Lord God, we open up our mouths, Lord God, to bless you this morning, Lord God. Lord God, we lift up our hearts, Lord God, and our hands, Lord God, to cry out to you, Lord God, to worship you, Lord God, and to reverence you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we lift up every prayer request online and spoken, Lord God. Your son, Brandon, Lord God. Oh, rebuke the devourer that's coming against his mind, Lord God. Bind it, Lord God, and cast it into the pits of hell, Lord God. We call out his name through the day, Lord God. Cover him, Lord God. Strengthen him, building up, Lord God in the areas where that you know that he needs strengthening, Lord God. Lord God, we have so much to be grateful for, Lord God, and we want to say thank you in advance, Lord God, for reminding us, Lord God, all that we have to be grateful for, Lord God, which is much, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for every... (laughs) 
request, Lord God, that Brother Andrew mentioned, Lord God, that we are praying for daily, Lord God, on a regular, Lord God. Thank you for covering and answering. Thank you for the power of prayer. Lord God, I say thank you, Lord God, for declare victory, Lord God. This prayer line, Lord God, every believer, Lord God, every soul, Lord God, connected to this prayer line, Lord God, we say thank you and for the covering, Lord God, of each and individual, Lord God, our household, Lord God, our families, Lord God. Oh, thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, we submit ourselves unto you, Lord God. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to present our bodies, Lord God, as living sacrifices, Lord God. Holy, holy, Lord God, without holiness, no man shall see the Father, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, we believe, Lord God, that when we pray, Lord God, we receive, Lord God. Thank you for your word, Lord God, word that tells us, Lord God, if thou canst believe, oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, we believe this morning, Lord God, for the healing, Lord God, and the deliverance, Lord God, of all of our prayers, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Uh, for some reason, Lord God, Lord God, those children, Lord God, hey, you're trying to cross the border, Lord God, seeking a better way of life, Lord God. I lift them up to you, Lord God. Cover the children, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We we know that we don't want uh, any anything bad, Lord God, to come across our borders, but Lord God, cover those children. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. They're seeking asylum, Lord God, a better life. Lord God, we pray for passion, compassion in our hearts, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God. Thank you for your word when it tells us, Lord God, that man should pray always, Lord God, not to cease to continue to pray. So, Lord God, we pray this morning, Lord God. We pray for your will, Lord God, to be done in our lives, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that uh, that our desires, Lord God, for you to influence our desires, Lord God, so our desire will be your will, Lord God, for our lives, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we love you, Lord God, with all of our hearts, with all of our minds, with all of our soul and strength, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. Lord God, we just want to keep your commandments, Lord God. Lord God, we are listening, Lord God, like only the dying can, Lord God, for your voice, Lord God. We are your sheep, Lord God, and we will only follow your voice, Lord Jesus. Help us. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, Lord God. Jesus. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we lift up the institution of marriages to you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Marriages, Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God. Make us one, Lord God. 
Lord God, as we pray for marriages, we also pray for your sons and daughters, Lord God, that are serving you in their singleness, Lord God. Strengthen them and empower them, Lord God. Cover them, Lord God. Keep them, Lord God, in their singleness, Lord God. And for those that desire, Lord God, a mate, a husband, Lord God, a wife, Lord God, prepare them to receive, Lord God. And we say thank you in advance, Lord God, for the answering, Lord God, of those prayer requests, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Victory in our praise. Thank you for every breakthrough for victory in our praise. Thank you for every healing, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for keeping us, Lord God. Lord God, you tell us in your word, God, that you have an ex- oh, you knew the plans that you have for us, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We want to say thank you. Thank you that you knew us, Lord God, in our mother's womb and what you had planned for us, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to answer the call. Help us, Lord God, to answer the call that you have for our life, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to 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 serve, to be a servant. Give us the heart of a servant, Lord God, that we may serve. Help us, Lord God, to love our neighbors, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Hey, Jesus, in the way that we love ourselves, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift up our pastors, Lord God, our missionaries, Lord God, the evangelists, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord. Those, Lord God, yes, we pray, Lord God, that you add into the vineyard, Lord. Send laborers, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God so that we may answer the call, that we may go out, Lord God, into the highways and byways, Lord God, and minister. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. We need you, Lord God. We pray and we ask, Lord God, for an overflow, Lord God, a fresh anointing, Lord God, of the Holy Ghost, your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Empower us today, Lord God, to go out into, hey, hallelujah, Lord God, Thy will be done. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Lord God, we lift up um, uh, Brother Sandoval. Hey, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Pour into him, Lord God, as he cover us, Lord God, as he declare victory over our lives, Lord God, as he bring a message of hope this morning to us, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you pour back into him, Lord God, as he pour out, Lord God, and minister, Lord God, to the congregation this morning, Lord God. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord God. We just want to honor you, Lord God, and reverence you, Lord God, in every area of our lives, Lord God. Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray for this nation, Lord God, the United States of America, Lord God. Jesus! Hallelujah. From the presidency, Lord God, on down, Lord God, to the chief of police of the city, Lord God, the mayor, Lord God. Every cabinet area, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. Lord God, we want to pray, Lord God, and say thank you, Lord God, uh, for the vaccine, Lord God, that's provided, Lord God, that you made ready, Lord God, for the for the world, Lord God. Thank you. 
Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that you are in control, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. You put the whole world on pause. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. You put the whole, you shut it down, Lord God. But now, Lord God, we say thank you, Lord God, for the vaccination, Lord God, to send the coronavirus back to wherever it came from, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, glory to your name. Glory to your name. Thank you, Lord God, for reminding us of all that we have to be grateful for, Lord God, which is much, Lord God. So, Lord God, we uh, praise you, Lord God, individually and collectively, Lord God. I ask everyone to take their phones off of mute and let's collectively cry out to the Lord. Give him the glory. I'm 
Yes, Lord. As we prepare, Lord God, to receive Brother Sandoval, Lord God, yes, Lord God, that you open up our ears, Lord God, and, and prepare our hearts, Lord God, to receive your word, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. As I pass the call. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my name is Tony Sandoval. Uh, thank you for having me again. It's always a pleasure. And it's always an honor. Uh, thank you so much for praying. Thank you so much for your prayers. Uh, they are felt and they are much needed. Uh, so thank you so much again for being with us here today. I want to start uh, by reading a psalm. And we're going to read Psalm 56. Psalms 56. If you're taking notes, it's Psalms 56. And this is David. Uh, this is a psalm written by David. We're going to start in verse 1. And Psalms 56.1 says, Be merciful to me, my God. For my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long. In the pride many are attacking me. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise. In God I trust and am not afraid. How can mere mortals do to what can mere mortals do to me? All day long they twist my words and all their schemes are for my ruin. They conspire, they lurk, they watch my steps, hoping to take my life. Because of their wickedness, do not let them escape in your anger. God, bring the nations down, record my misery, lift my tears on your scroll, and they uh, and they not in your record. Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. But this is what I will know. Uh, this is how I will know that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise. In the Lord, whose word uh, I praise. In God, I trust and am not afraid. In verse 11, it says this. What can man do to me? What can man do to me? Verse 12, I am under vows to you, my God. I will present my thank offering to you, for you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. Let's pray. Father God, we worship you, Lord. We thank you, God, because you're here with us. We thank you, God, because we come expecting you to say something. We come expecting you to speak, Lord. Lord, I ask that you minimize me and maximize yourself, God. I pray that you speak loud and clear, God. I pray that I may not get in the way, Lord, of what you have for us today, God, Lord. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So today, the title, if you're taking message, if you're taking notes today, uh, the title of today's message is Managing Tragedy. Managing Tragedy. You know, I'm I'm 34 years old now, and uh, I used to consider myself uh, a little bit of an athlete. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't the biggest, I wasn't the strongest, I wasn't the fastest, but I always loved to compete, and I've always played my in sports my entire life. I played in elementary school, middle school, and high school, and after uh, I always uh, loved. Um, competing. I've always loved sports. I've always loved watching sports, playing sports, uh, all that stuff. And uh, the majority of my early life, 
especially was spent playing sports. We played soccer and football, basketball, and even hockey. I mean, you name it, we played it. There was a sport, uh, we played it. And even as I got older, I even did CrossFit, uh, and I did some boxing as well. And that's how we kind of stayed competing uh, in my 20s. I always loved the competition. And being 34 now, um, I definitely don't entirely feel my age. I still feel good. You know, I still feel fast. Um, if I can just remind you, someone who just logged out right now, just please mute your phone, please. Uh, we want to preserve the integrity of the call. So if you can please mute your line. Uh, we just want to be good stewards of the message here today. We want to make sure it's nice and recorded here. Um, but being 34, I don't think I entirely feel my age. I mean, I still feel good. You know, us guys, we feel good. Like we think we're, <laughs> we think we're still 24, not 34. We still think 34, not 44. Uh, but I still feel good. I still feel fast. I feel still strong. I mean, okay, maybe not as fast as I used to be, <laughs> you know, but I still feel strong and maybe not with the same energy that I used to have. But hey, I feel like I still got something left in the tank. You know, but with with age, with age, I found that, you know, people say with age comes wisdom. And I believe that But I think with age comes random body aches. <laughs> your back hurts a little bit. Your knees hurt a little bit. You know, your shoulders will hurt a little bit. You know, random things will hurt. Getting up off the couch is a little harder. You know, uh, I find myself doing that uh, that old man grunt every time I sit up. If I sit down for too long, I'm like, ah, <laughs> kind of have to like grunt your way up uh, to be able to stand up, right? And my body gets these random aches nowadays. Um, but for years, for years, I had this nagging pain uh, in my hip, in my left hip. And it would just come randomly. I would be walking, uh, I would take a step, and it would be like this really, really sharp pain on the top part of my hip where my thigh bone meets my hip bone. Uh, and it felt like, I don't know how to describe it, but it literally felt like my thigh was coming out of socket, was being pulled out of the socket. And you would get this sharp pain and it would be like this terrible sharp pain. And then surely, you know, slowly but surely it would, it would go away. <laughs> Um, but it always felt like it was it was coming out, you know, coming out of socket there. Um, but it would just numb after a while, it would just numb, and then you just continue what you're doing, and the pain would dull for a few weeks, but it would go away more or less, and I would just get back, you know, into the gym, or I would get back into playing sports, and you know, I would be fine. But it would always come and go. It would always come and go. Um, if I can just ask you guys just to please check your phone line just to make sure you're muted here. Uh, again, we want to preserve the quality of the call, so please do make sure that you've muted your phone line here. Um, well, for the first time in my life, uh, I went to the chiropractor a couple of months ago, and uh, it was great. I mean, he did he did me good, man. He cracked my back. He did all these crazy things. He bear hugged me, did all these weird things, and I felt fine. <laughs> I felt great after, actually. And then on my second time around, I went to the chiropractor and he was checking my uh, my alignment, like my hip alignment. And he grabbed my left leg, grabbed my right leg, kind of moved my left leg about. 
And then he asked me a question. And he said, did you ever injure your left leg? And I had to think for a little bit. And, uh, you know, you know, I never broken my leg, never tore my knee. I've never done anything crazy to my leg. You know, so at first I was like, I don't think I've ever experienced this massive trauma where I broke something or I pulled my leg out of socket or I tore a muscle in my leg or anything like that. So I couldn't really remember anything off the top of my head, you know? So he grabbed my left leg and he started kind of rolling it around in the joint and he kind of pushed it and pulled it a little bit. And then he was able to kind of like pop it back into my socket a little bit. And I haven't had pain since then. I haven't had pain in my left leg since then. And it got me thinking about tragedy. And it got me thinking about pain. And I think we as people, we as Christians, we often associate tragedy with an event, with a singular event that happens in our life. But the thing about tragedy, it's not just an event. Most of the time, tragedy is a process. It's little by little where tragedy robs you of your peace, of your rest, of your assurance, of your assurance. And assurance is defined as a positive declaration intended to give confidence, a promise. It's also defined as confidence or certainty in one's own ability. You see, tragedy tra- tragedy robs you of your confidence, of your promises, of your belief in your abilities, and often in the abilities of God himself. You see, we learn to live with the pain. We learn to live with the throbbing. We learn to live with the heartbreak. We endure the relapses. We endure the depression, the funks the outbursts of anger. We we learn to endure the hurt. We learn to live with the hurt. We walk our lives with the limp, learning how to walk with the pain. We learn how to manage our tragedy. We self-medicate and oftentimes we self-destruct. And then a doctor comes around, a trained eye, and he asks, what happened to you? Maybe that's a friend, maybe that's a family member, maybe that's your spouse, maybe that's your pastor, maybe that's the great physician himself, Jesus. And they ask you, what happened to you? What tragedy wounded your soul? And maybe it wasn't even an event, maybe it was years of abuse, maybe it was years of loneliness, years of suffering, years of hurt years of anguish, years of trauma that would spike and then dull. What happened to you? Who hurt you? What hurt you? Who left you? Who abandoned you? Who told you that you were not enough? What prognosis broke your spirit? What job robbed you of your dreams? What happened to you? What or who robbed you of your assurance, of your confidence, of your promise? 
Today, I believe that God wants to heal what ails you this morning. And if you're in pain, give God a hallelujah. Give God a praise because he wants to heal you. He's seen the way that you suffered. He's seen the way that you've lost your assurance. He's seen the way that you've managed your pain over years and maybe even decades. And God wants to heal the throbbing. He wants to fix the broken. He wants to bandage the bleeding. He wants to bind the wound. I believe that Jesus himself, the Holy Spirit, wants to mend some things in you today. I believe he wants to give you the pet back in your step. I believe he wants to get a hold of what hurts you. He wants to roll it around and he wants to pop it back into alignment with him. Alignment with him. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, we walk into the story of David. You see, David had been anointed king of Israel. Only to be chased from the land, he has been anointed to lead by the current king, Saul. Saul had pushed him for years, threatened him for years, tried to kill him for years, and yet David had escaped the wrath of the bloodthirsty king. And even on two occasions spared the life of the one who vowed to kill him. He chased him out of the home he has only, the only home he has ever known, away from his family and his people. And eventually he met up with a group of hired guns by his side, his mighty 600. He had settled in the very lands of the people who tried to destroy the Israelites, the Philistines. And in chapter 30, we find David abandoned, rejected, despised, a fugitive living in foreign lands. And yet David has found a semblance of peace. He was able to manage his tragedy into something resembling peace. He had a few wives. He had found favor with the Philistine king, Ashish. And here he settled, managing his tragedy, managing his pain. His pain had become more dull than sharp, more constant than crushing. But the pain was there. Chapter 29, right before this, brought one more defeat, one more humiliation. He had found peace amongst the enemy. And yet in chapter 29, before riding into battle against the Israelites on behalf of the Philistines, the Philistine generals kick David out of their army. They say they don't trust David. This is an Israelite man. He's just going to turn his back on us in war. And what better way for him to find good graces back into his people than if he kills us in the middle of the fight. So they kick him out. They send him back home. They send him back home. They send him home packing because they do not trust him. He had spent a year and a half gaining their trust. But in the end, it was all for naught. He was not worth worthy to fight alongside of them and he wasn't even worthy to die on the battlefield with them and so they send david home and maybe even after all this hurt maybe even after all this humiliation 
maybe even after all this tragedy, chapter 30, we see David at the full crescendo of his pain, the full crescendo of his tragedy, the full wave and weight of all his suffering was still waiting for him in chapter 30. First Samuel, chapter 30, verse 1. David and his men reached Ziglag on the third day. Now the Amalekites have raided the Negev and Ziglag. They had attacked Ziglag and burned it, and had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. Verse 3. When David and his men reached Ziglag, they found it destroyed by fire, and their wives and their sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured, Aminohim of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. And David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters, but David found strength in the Lord. And David found strength in the Lord. David had suffered for years. David had been on the run for years. David had experienced great turmoil, great pain, great loss. And here, in verse 30, we see it almost all come to a head with David. Where even that the men that were alongside of him gave up on him. And it was him and him alone. David had managed his pain for years and gotten by for years. But now, alone, broken, defeated, divided, and discouraged, David had to muster something different. David had to muster something different. And I want to take a quick little detour not from this story, but I want to explain something about how the enemy attacks. When the enemy attacks you, he doesn't attack you. He doesn't raid you uh, randomly. The enemy is very calculated. And over and over in the Bible, again, you see, and even in the world today, you see that the devil, that the enemy, and all his minions, and all his demons, they have a very specific way of attacking sometimes. And it's a threefold process about how they go about to destroy. And this threefold process goes like this. Division, defeat, and discouragement. You're going to, you're going to face division, defeat, and discouragement. And we're going to go through those things here because we see those things in the story of David. Man, I felt like yesterday as I was getting ready, my thought process was to go a completely different route, but God had something different 
and he has something different for you here today. So we're going to speak on this. We're going to stop right here, and we're going to go through this. But the first thing is division. You see, the enemy loves to divide. Jesus himself said that a house divided against itself will not stand. You see, David was out fighting battles. He was busy fighting someone else's battles. And God wanted me to tell you, he wanted me to tell you this morning, do not be busy fighting other people's battles until you've already fought your own. You see, while you're busy fighting other battles, he's in your home taking your family from you. He's in your home taking your, your marriage from you. He's in your home taking your children from you. He's in your home robbing your home of its peace. And the funny thing about the enemy is that you never hear him open the door. And you never hear him close it on the way out. It's when you're not around to defend what's yours. David was out with the Philistines en route to fight the Israelites, fighting a battle that he had no business fighting against his own people. And while he was doing that, the Amalekites were raiding his home, taking the children, taking the women, robbing the place of its riches, of its wealth. Every time you're in another place, not protecting what's important, the enemy wakes his, makes his way into the heart of what's important. The heart of what's important. I haven't been married long. Uh, we've been married about a month, a uh, year and four months. But I'm learning very quickly that both of us are very busy. Not just with ministry, but with our jobs. We have multiple jobs, so we're always busy here, busy there. We pastor, so we're always mentoring or pastoring or fighting other people's battles, so to speak. And what me and my wife have learned, and we tell each other all the time, if we don't work, nothing works. So if we're having issues, there's nothing else that we can do to fix anybody else's issues. Every time you're in another place, not protecting what's important, the enemy makes his way into the heart of what's important, and he divides you. He divides you. The enemy is very smart. He doesn't want to face you or your marriage or your family or your church or your ministry head on, so he divides you. He separates you. And you see it in the church. You hear of church splits, and the enemy takes a church and he divides it. And the way that he divides it is by opinions rather than revelations. He makes your opinions weigh heavier than the revelation of God in the church, the revelation of the vision in the church. He makes your opinion in your heart stronger than revelation. Nobody cares about your opinion, but everybody will listen to revelation. And I think that's what carries weight. The vision of the church the vision of what needs to get done, the revelation of the church carries more weight than your opinion. And I know that hurts your pride, but it's the truth. But it's the truth. The second thing that the enemy does is he defeats you. 
And I want to speak to the men really quick. And I know this call is majority women a lot of the times, but there are some mighty men here. And I want to speak specifically to the men. It's hard for a mighty man of valor to accept areas of failure. Men love to do what they're good at. They love to do what they're strong at. They love to do what what brings success. And they ignore what they don't do well. They ignore areas of their life that they're not good at, not strong at, not sufficient at. They ignore the things in their life that they're weak at. And David at this time, this was different. This battle was different. This was not like the lion. This was not like the bear. This was not like the Goliath. This was not like the the, the hundreds of men that he killed and took their foreskin. This was not like those battles. This time, David got got. This time, David lost a battle so thoroughly, so completely, that everything was burned to the ground. And everybody he loved and everybody that his men loved were taken from him. This time, David was defeated. This time, David was defeated. And it's okay to lose a battle. But it's not okay to throw the rest of the war. It's okay to fail as long as you learn from it. It's okay to be defeated, but not despondent. The word despondent means to be low in spirits from loss, from loss of hope or loss of courage. It's okay to lose. It's okay to be broken. It's okay to lose a battle. But don't lose your hope. Don't lose your courage. And for a Christian who is used to being full, being strong, being faithful, being focused, defeat can make you sick. There's not a man on this line who loves to lose. There's not a person on this line, I believe, who loves to lose. And sometimes when you come back to your senses and you make it back to what's important, you realize that the devil had already been there and he's burned the place to the ground and he's taken the people that you love the most hostage. Defeat. The third thing that the enemy does is he discourages you. And this is where we need to take a little detour because I feel like God wants me to spend some significant time here. So for the rest of the time, we're going to be here on discouragement. And I think of David and I think of, man, he must have been tired. Tired of running for years, tested for years. And now this, you see defeat, if you're not careful, can quickly take you into discouragement. And discouragement means the lack of courage. It means I don't have anything left. It means the courage ran out of me, that the courage ran out of you before the fight was over. And David got out of it. He was able to get himself out of discouragement, but he didn't do it with a motivational Pinterest quote that helped him. 
It wasn't a timely text from one of his boys that helped him get out of it. It wasn't his spouse because she was taken. It wasn't his friends because they were all angry and even plotting to kill him. The Bible says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. Encouraged himself in the Lord. You remember the first read verse that we read in Psalms? Psalms 56. This is how David encouraged himself. He said, be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long and their pride are attacking me. And when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And he says it twice in this chapter. He says, what can mortals do to me? And he says, later on, he says, what can man do to me? They conspire, they lurk, they watch my steps, hoping to take my life. Because of their wickedness, do not let them escape in your anger. God, bring the nations down. Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this, I will know that God is for me. In verse 11, it says, In God I trust and am not afraid. What can man do to me? For you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of his life. David encouraged himself. He encouraged himself. There will be a time where there will be nobody around you but you. It's just going to be you and you. Chapter first, uh, Psalms 56 that we read. This is David after some research, after some digging. This is literally the psalm that David wrote to encourage himself in this moment. He literally had to encourage himself. This was David psyching himself up to get back up on his horse. It was him managing his tragedy. It was him mustering the faith in himself when all his faith was gone. He reached down into the depths of his soul, past the betrayal, past the anger, past the hurt, and found whatever he needed to push forward. There will be a time where there will be nobody else around you but you where you will have to encourage yourself, not in your own ability, not in your pride, not in nothing else but God. God and God alone can shine a light so bright, it doesn't matter how dark your hell is, he can get you out of it. Sometimes you got to declare God is faithful, even when it feels like he's not. And sometimes you just got to declare Jehovah Jireh, my provider, even when the bills go unpaid and the fridge is empty. Sometimes you got to declare Jehovah Rapha, my God is a healer, even as the disease eats you up. Sometimes you got to declare Jehovah Shama, my God is there, even when he feels like he's left you. Sometimes you just got to encourage yourself. Later on, it says that David gathered his men and went in hot pursuit, and eventually he got back everything that was taken from him, and nobody was killed. And he destroyed the Amalekites who went to him. Do you know what Ziglag means? 
by the city of Zigzag, which was given to David that he was at. It means the place of pressing. David was pressed. I believe here today that there are some people who are pressed. Pressed on all sides. Who have managed their pain for years. Who have learned to manage their tragedy. Who have learned to manage their pain, their suffering, their depression, their hurt, their abuse, their brokenness, their loneliness. Who have learned to manage their pain. And I believe here this morning that God is coming after you and you specifically. You need to recognize that your pain is not without purpose. You need to recognize that your pain is a matter of perspective. You need to understand the battle that you're facing. Look around you. If you feel that way, the devil has come in and he's divided you, he's defeated you, and he's discouraged you. There's hope for you here today. But you're going to have to help me help you. So I want to do something a little different. We're going to do the Q&A. We're going to do the open questions here. But if that's you, if you feel like the enemy has come into your house, come into your kitchen, come into your marriage, come into your mind, and you're just realizing that he's burned it down to the ground. The people around you have been hurt, have been taken. That's you. God wants you to encourage yourself out of the division, out of the defeat, and out of the discouragement. So I'm going to start praying, but if that's you, you need to encourage yourself. You need to start declaring things over your children, declaring things over your marriage, over your finances. So if that's you, you need to start encouraging yourself. So as I pray, as I start releasing things over you, encourage yourself out of it. Encourage yourself out of it. Father God, we love you. We worship you, God. We thank you, God, because you're a good God. Lord, you honor us, Father Lord. And you say in Exodus chapter 3, Father Lord, that you've heard the cries of your people, Father Lord, that you've seen the way they suffer, God, Lord, and that you're ready to do something about it, God. And I believe that promise, that verse is for us here today, Lord, that you've seen the way that we've managed our pain, that you see the way that we've suffered, God, Lord, and that you wish to do something about it, God, Lord. Do something about our suffering. Do something about our addiction. Do something about our depression. Do something about our anxiety. Do something about our finances. Do something away about the way we've hurt, about our loneliness, about our brokenness, Lord. If we just don't know what happened, Lord, but we wake up in our city, we wake up in our home, and we find it burned to the ground by the enemy, Father, Lord, restore, restore restore, Lord, what the enemy has taken, Lord, what the locusts have devoured, Lord. You will do, you will restore, God, Lord, and we encourage ourselves out of it, Lord. We declare that you're a good God, even when it feels like you're not. We declare that you're our provider, even when we feel like we have less than. We declare, Lord, that you're with us, God, even when we feel abandoned, God, Lord. You are a good God, Lord. You are a good God, Lord. Jehovah Jireh, our provider, God. God, Lord, we declare that over each and every single one of us, Lord. We declare your faithfulness, your goodness, God, Lord, over us, God. We plead the blood of the Lamb over our households, over our kids, over our relationships, over our ministries, God, Lord. We declare it, God, even when we don't see it, God. Even when we don't see it, God. 
even when we don't believe it yet. We declare it as if it were God. We believe it as if it's already happened, God. It's on its way, Lord. Hope is on its way. Restoration and peace is on its way, God. We believe it. We declare that, God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us here this morning. Uh, I appreciate you guys sticking with me here. Um, I'm just going to open it up for Q&A here. So if you guys have any questions, any comments, any feedback, I would love to hear from you. I'm just going to open up the lines. Go ahead. And I'm going to take a big breath here on my side. <laughs> I just want to say good morning. This is Sister Lisa. Thank you for your decoration. Um, I'm uh, uh, Last year, me and my daughter at her house, uh, it was a gentleman, a young man. Uh, his mother passed, and he tormented us. Uh, he shot a gun. He didn't shoot us, but he had shot somebody in the back. He had hit uh, an elderly man in the head with a gun. So we called the police and they got him. He stayed downstairs from my daughter stays upstairs. So long story short, we went through the system and um, I've been praying that he gets the help that he needs. But then I was like being vengeful, like, you know, wanting something to happen to him. And I don't want to have that on my heart. It's not my battle. Like you said, it's for the Lord to help him. Um, they gave him lesser time, and as I felt like, Lord, I've been praying, I've been praying, because we were victims, even though we didn't get shot, they still tormented us, and, you know, we're going to, I'm going to kill you, and so they gave him lesser time, so I'm just asking the Lord that it's not my battle to be vengeful, have a vengeful heart, even though he, he he tormented us, really. We couldn't sleep at night. We had to walk out. I had to boil water all night. It's just the system. I'm trying to get, well, I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to just say that I don't want to have that because he needs help. But he, they put him in a mental hospital, but they gave him that. He only has two years. We have a training order, all this stuff, but he's not supposed to come on in the street in San Francisco where my daughter lives. But my anxiety, my anxiety, her anxiety is that, oh, he's going to come and get us when he gets out because we testified against him when he pleaded guilty, okay? So my question is, is I've, I've been praying to not be fearful, but I am. <laughs> so it's not my battle, it's the Lord's. So I'm going to keep praying, but I'm questioning to you is how do I, continue to encourage myself that God got this and he got us and I believe he's going to protect us but it's hard it's hard it's hard yeah but I you know you I you know, the, you know he needs help so I'm trying to encourage myself the Lord just put on my heart that the, he needs help and that you're going to work it out for my good and her good. So take the anxiety away that when I go outside, I'm looking around because he has family members that was coming by the house and parking and we call the police. But my feeling was that they don't care about the victims because they let him right out. Cause he, but I can't worry about that. Right. 
Yeah. I can't worry about what he what his actions might be when he get out. Or I, I'm just kind of confused on the phone. I'm just encouraging myself that you just let God continue, even though he got lesser time that's not your worry. You got the restraining order, but God is going to be, he, he got you. He got my daughter. So that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's true. my heart goes out to you. It's it's um, um, it sounds like you guys have uh have gone through it. Um, yes. I I know I know that faithfulness is a process, and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily happen overnight. But I know that God is faithful, uh, and I know it because I didn't believe it, <laughs> and I came to believe it because of very difficult times. Uh, so I feel like God is kind of refining you. And I think the first step is forgiveness. And you have to release this this uh, this person, this young man, and you have to give him back to God, right? The thing about worry is we worry because we take control. And we worry about a situation that we can't control and that brings us anxiety oftentimes, right? So what we need to do is we need to give that person and that entire situation. You can't control what the courts do. It just is okay. what it is. Whether it's yeah. unfair or not, whether it's just yeah. or whether it's unjust, we can't control that. But we can give the entire control and situation over to God, right? We worry because we can't control it, right? So I'm just going to pray for you real quick, sister, if you don't mind. Okay. Yes. Lord, we Lord, we just ask for all unforgiveness to leave, Lord. We ask for all worry to leave, God. We ask for all um all anxiety, all fear to leave uh Sister Lisa's household, God. And we pray that she give up this situation and this young man completely to you, God, and we leave this situation at your feet, God. We will not worry about it. We will not be anxious about it. We will not be fearful about it, God, Lord. We will not worry about things that we cannot control, Lord. But we, Lord, we declare that Lisa and her daughter will be protected, God. We pray for a hedge of protection around them, God, Lord, that nobody and nothing can hurt them, torment them, break their spirits, God, take their peace or their joy, God, Lord. Nothing and nobody will rob them of their peace or rob them of their joy, God, Lord. I see their household, God, it is being restored as being made whole. God, I, Lisa, I see God restoring your joy, your joy. And I keep hearing that word over you, that God wants to, to restore his joy in you. And I feel like for, you know, maybe not just the situation, but maybe over the years that you lost your spark, your sparkle, your yeah. joy. Yeah. Yes. your smile, your laugh, and God wants yes. to restore that in you. I mean, God doesn't only want to restore it in you. He wants to restore it in your bloodline, in your daughter, in your generation, in your household, in your family. So God, Lord, we just ask for a, a supernatural measure of joy over Lisa, God, over her family, God, over the situation, God, that years of, of, of hurt, of anxiety, uh, of life, God, has robbed her of her joy, God, but no longer. We ask that you restore her joy completely a hundred times over, Father Lord. We ask that you inject her 
full of joy, Father Lord, full of joy, God. We just declare joy, joy over Lisa, joy over her daughter, joy over the situation, joy, God, over every single thing. Everything may not be all right, God, Lord, but it doesn't keep us from having joy, God. Everything may not be perfect, God, but it doesn't mean that we cannot choose joy, God, Lord. So we just ask Lisa to choose joy, God. We ask Lisa to have a switch, Lord, inside of her, Lord, that she can flip, God, that no matter how difficult the situation, Lord, she's able to flip that switch into joy, God, believing, God, that you are in control of the situation and she's not, and that's okay. Believing, God, that she's going to have joy, Lord, because you are a restorer, God. You are a creator, God, and that you are going to create a brand new situation and means in her life, God, that's going to bring her protection, peace, love, and joy, God, Lord. We declare that over Lisa. We declare that over her daughter. And we declare that over that, this young man, God, that may be tormented, that may be tormented by spirits, that may be uh, having demonic presences, Father, Lord, enter him and push him into things, Lord. We declare him free. We declare his chains broken wherever he is, whatever mental hospital he's here right now, Lord. I pray that you surround him. I pray that you that you have your spirit enter him, Father, Lord. I pray that he have an encounter with you, God. I pray that you break him, God. I pray that you remove any spirit, God, any spirit of anger, any spirit of torment, any spirit that, that torments him, God. We, we declare him free in Jesus' name, God. And in Jesus' name we pray, God. Amen and amen. Thank you. Hey, hey. Thank you. Amen. Hey, so, Tony, this is Didi. I don't mean to yes, jump ma'am. in like that, but I'm at work, and I just wanted to tap in. Thank you so much. Um, when you talked about the enemy and how organized he is, and I think we forget that sometimes, that he is organized. Mm. And so although he can't, um, he can't really... Um, People think, oh, he, he knows the devil's so busy, he can read my mind. No, but he has, it's kind of like he has folders on all of us. So he knows our likes and dislikes, and he knows. So we got to be real careful um, in that. And then I want to just really thank you for reminding me this morning that um, I can't be busy fighting other people's battles because I have my own. So when we are busy fighting other people's battles, we are leaving our own um, open, like our homes and our kids and our health and our peace wide open so we have to really pray attention to warfare because it's real and don't get so caught up because the mind is what the enemy attacks to get you to the division like you said to divide the church and divide the family you're so busy on calls and warm for other things but your whole marriage or your kids are you know losing it out in the street so this message this morning was powerful as always i so thank god for you but we have to remember that warfare is real and it don't stop so I thank you for that this yeah. morning. I love you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Dee Appreciate it. Thank good you morning. so much for that. Morning. Hi. Good morning. This is uh, Sister uh, Persistent Priscilla. <laughs> um, you, sang, you sang my song this morning. And I thank you for mm-hmm. that assurance that God sees me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been asking him to help me understand to count it all joy when you repress it from every side. Mm. And um, you name it, it's happening. Uh, And the enemy came in and completely destroyed my camp, so to speak, um, my marriage, 
and I was quite busy. But I thought we were both we were both busy, but I was busier. Um, mm. You name it, it happened, and that the residue from all of that is still current. But there are days that I mm. I am encouraging myself. But there are days, and I'm crying out, and I'm battling in tongues in the middle of the night, and I'm on declare victory. And but there are days that, like yesterday, that just are incredibly where the phone just doesn't stop ringing. And every piece of mail you pick up is um, not good, <laughs> and there doesn't seem to be, <laughs> and there doesn't seem to be enough money in the in the banks. Um, but everything I have, God gave me everything I have. Mm-hmm. He told me to go after it. He told me to get it. And now their discouragement has settled in. And when I reflect back on that, I'm like, where is my faith? Last night I was in the uh, reading the heroes of faith and assurance in the book of Hebrews, just encouraging uh, my soul and my spirit. And um, and then, as you say, the enemy brings back stuff that he's he's not a creator, so he brings back stuff that you know it's him, and you've seen it before. So I'm like, God, please help me pass this test. Please help me, Lord. So I just want to say thank you for one thing that you've given me this morning is the assurance that he sees me and he wants to bring me out of this. Um, And you've encouraged me to press on and to continue. Um, And then you've also directed me to a different study that I need to uh, study, which is uh, David in this battle that he was in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, reflect on that and to go back and to read it. So I just want to thank you for spending the time with the Lord and sending this word right on time, right on time, as God is always and on time, incredibly. <laughs> that archer circle that that he just shoots it right where you are. <laughs> And he meets yeah. that need. So I appreciate you so much for that. Sincerely do. Yeah. Sister, it was Priscilla, right? Yes. Priscilla, there's a, a verse that's been kind of, I always have like a verse or a Bible story, some rolling around in the back of my head. Um, and it's always, you know, it's always sitting back there. Um, and the one that's on my mind right now is Exodus 3 verse 7 you've probably heard me say it in the prayer but i've been thinking about it nonstop for a couple of weeks now and it, it's it's god talking to moses and he's telling him uh he says i have i have seen i've heard the cries of my people and i've seen the way they suffer and i think that's important for you right now that you need to know that this isn't surprise god god has seen the way that you suffered and that he's heard your cries, your midnight prayers, your 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 fevered cries to him, your fevered pleas to him. He's seen you and he's heard you. And the last part of that verse that he tells Moses, he says, "I'm doing something about it." And you te- you need to know that that God is a God of action too. That He's not just a God who sees you and hears you and does nothing about it. That God is a God of action. So. 
it may not feel like God is doing anything, but believe me, he's doing something about it. He's doing something about it. So just be encouraged that way. Know that God has seen you, God has heard you, and that God is intending to do something about this for you. So just be be blessed and, and take that with you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, morning. Morning. Good morning. Um, happy Favor Friday is definitely a Favor Friday because you have really, um, the Holy Spirit has really showed me favor in your declare um, for the petitioning and the thing of my heart. If if I didn't know no better, I would think you were on one of our calls, the women's call. You've been ear hustling on our call. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have not, I promise. <laughs> but um, you know, how do you expect us to go to work after that? I just gotta bathe in that. I just can't I promise you everything you said was right, straight on point. It hit the target. And I appreciate the Holy Spirit for his love and his compassion so much to to not let us um you know, just get too far out there with the things and get distracted and um, defeated and discouraged and because we're not a defeated foe. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> we always yeah. win. Um, so I thank you for your declaration. I just, I'm overwhelmed with God's love. Um, and it's not a whole bunch of stuff because with me, it's the littlest thing um, that kind of distracts me because I know God is so big. So the little things, like you said, you know, just creep in from the side. But I'm definitely encouraged again. I am definitely restored again. So I appreciate your words. Keep hearing from yeah. God. Keep encouraging the people. I thank you on this favorite Friday. Thank you, Sister. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, you know, well, one thing I wanted to say, and I got caught up at the end because I wanted to pray for you guys, and I got a little excited. But one thing I wanted to say, though, is that there, there, there are times like David that you are going to have to encourage yourself, that no help is coming, that you have to encourage yourself and that God will help you to encourage yourself. But just because you encourage yourself alone does not mean you're going to stay that way. Because David got the rest of his 600 men right after this, right after asking the Lord if it was okay to pursue the Amalekites, and God gave him the green light, and he pursued him with all 600 men. Now it says that 400 of them were not able to cross the river because they were too tired, so he only took 200. And I wanted to tell you guys is that even though that you encourage yourself alone, you will not go forward alone. You will have people who God will put in your life, who will love you, support you, fight alongside of you. And you may start with a lot of people, but in the end, you're going to have your small circle that will go to battle for you and retrieve everything that God stole from you. So don't be encouraged that even though you have to encourage yourself alone in a season, you will not go to battle alone. So that's a, all I wanted to add at the end of that there. But if, if there's anybody else who has any questions, comments. Brother Tony, this is Andrew. Uh, beautiful message this morning. 
Uh, I really appreciate it. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, I've been praying for myself uh, when, 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 I, when I speak with the Father that he restore the years that the lotus have eaten, the palmer worm and the canker worm, that great army that he sent amongst us uh, because it, 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 it <clears throat> excuse me, it's at some point everybody has to be broken and he has been breaking me. When, when I would talk to my son, I would uh, caution them to uh, just obey the Lord because when you do things that he, you know you're not supposed to do, but you kind of do it anyway because it's not as bad as what it could be. Uh, he can he can put the switch to you, and when he beats you, he can beat you for decades. And yeah. there's that constant breaking. And every time I thought I was done being broken, that my breakthrough was coming through, it just turned into more breaking just breaking in a mm. different area and that would incur that would discourage me a lot like okay i'm i'm on the uh you know i'm on the outs just because and he's just going to chastise me it's never punishment but he's just going to chastise me you know from this point on like i'm never going to see the promised land you know i'm never going to lead my family to X, Y, and Z, just because, mm. and <laughs> that would discourage me. But you know, I still had faith because the things that were trying to take me out were not taking me out. I was still here, and so mm. you know, the sun rose again, just to enter more breaking. The different blessings that I saw coming would just lead to more breaking. And it mm. just, it just, some days were just really, really tough. But yeah. I, I know enough about what he promised me to know that that breakthrough is still out there. Uh, people that have had the gift of prophecy and, and that has been demonstrated uh, according to the biblical prescription that if they say something and it happens just as they said it, they're a prophet. I, I know that they have that gift. Uh, those things have not manifested yet. And I'm still mm. trusting and believing that they will. And I have to, you know, readily encourage myself in the Lord because, you know, if I didn't, it would be too hard. I, I couldn't yeah. make it, you know, because I'm like, Father, uh, you know, and you don't want to, you don't want to get to the point where you, start lining your life up against others but at some point you know i'm thinking you know i dare not say it out loud but he reads my heart like a newspaper so he knows i'm thinking it anyway it's like i'm being i'm I'm being in this position and you've elevated other people to those positions and you know what they did you know what they said a lot of times they were aiming their guns at me and I'm still being broken. And, you know, then you start thinking, okay, that's a pity party, you know, snap out of it. Uh, you know, these verses say, fret not thyself, 
because of evildoers and you know and i would be reminded of all the things i knew i didn't forget and yet i'm still being broken but uh what you told me this morning was more encouragement that all i have to do is is i just have to be synced on his timing and when his timing comes it's always perfect i'll have more than what i asked for and so that gives me more reason to stand yeah i definitely want to encourage you um brother andrew i heard um um <laughs> so you know the way i process things is i say things out loud and i kind of, that helps me to like mentally process things and also emotionally process things uh-huh. And I felt like I felt like by you doing that, you were encouraging yourself in a way, where you had to you had to remind yourself about what God does, and uh, it reminded me of Moses because Moses had you know he lived to be 120 years old, and his life was basically three blocks of 40 years, and uh-huh. before and when he was called to lead the people out of Egypt, he was 80 years old after spending 40 years in the desert tending other people's sheep, and I feel like God wanted me to tell you this that right now he's having you tend other people's sheep and it's a it's a process that breaks you it's a process that humbles you but it's a process that makes you remarkably useful tending other people's sheep fielding other people's land killing other people's ground and i feel like god wants to tell you that although you're tending other people's sheep there's going to be a time that it's going to come that he's going to call you out to do something powerful. And at this time of breaking, it, it's it's a time of, I, I, just, I don't know why I keep hearing that word, of, of remarkable breaking because he wants to make you remarkably useful. So take, yeah. take heart with that. Yeah, take heart with that. And I know it's, it's uh, I know it's hard, <laughs> but I just want oh, yeah, that oh, over yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, cause I'm waiting. But, I'm waiting on healing. I'm waiting on the gifts he gave me to actually flow in their, in their field. And it just seems like, you know, when, when they start reading names at the door for everybody, you know, to come in, it's everybody's name, but mine. And, Mm. and it puts me, it puts me in a focal position because there are people like, like David lamented in the Psalms, they're saying like, well, where's his God? They're constantly saying, where's his God? And they're looking at me the same way. Like, you know, okay, he's praying for everybody else. And and you'll hear people say, well, if you got somebody praying for you and their prayers aren't working on them, don't let them pray for you. And <laughs> like, like, like in, in, in the field where my allies should be, I hear that being said. And it feels like everybody's looking at me. So like, well, like you should be the best examples of how the Lord hears you for others. And, you know, again, more humbling, more breaking. But the funny thing is, when you think that you've been broken enough, that's sure proof that you need to be broken more. Yeah. Because you've got the pride to think that you finished what God isn't done doing. So, you know, like I said, every every day's a battle. But. As yeah. long as I'm still here to fight it, you know, I have a better chance of winning and not losing. 
because every day yeah. more promises show up to prove to me that I'm choosing the right army to fight with. Yeah. So thank you, brother. I, I appreciate appreciate your words and your teaching. It gives me gives me some more strength. Of course, no problem. Thank you, brother Andrew. Thank you for your faithfulness. Good morning, Nazi. Hey, good morning, Leslie. Your declaration was awesome. Um, my sister, my big sister, Sonia, always has to remind me that the battles that I try to fight aren't my own because I'm the oldest of six and our parents aren't around. So I always feel like I need to step in to help them, but it's not mine to do. So it's it's hard in a sense, but I know it's not, and I always have to be reminded it's it's not mine. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm I'm the oldest of three, so I completely understand. <laughs> uh, was there hey, was there anybody? Yes, ma'am. It's Didi again. I'm so sorry. Andrew got me over here crying, mm-hmm. smelling pine saw and bleach at the same time. But um, wow, 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 wow. So much. Um, I'm the youngest, and I fight for my family. So, I, but you just really made me this message this morning. Um, as far as the the battle, um, not being ours, we gotta really that that's so it's so strong. Like I really heard you because if we're not careful again, even trying to think we're witnessing correctly to other people or trying to get somebody else together while we're all raggedy but we think that we got it i hope that makes sense so i'm just so so grateful for that word this morning but also how we have to know that it's a faith test like we have to god likes to know that we really believe what we say we believe so that faith we have to activate it through every situation everything from delivering a dead baby to losing a house and to, i mean everything that can go on i've been through it and I'm not, it's not about me it's about him to refine me so that the enemy, because some of the stuff that was taken, it was, it was taken unlawfully, I don't want it. I mean, you know, some of the stuff that was taken from me, I don't even want that. He could have that mess. So everything that was mm-hmm. taken from me, if it wasn't God to me, I don't want it. I hope that makes sense. But this morning, I just feel like a peace. And I hear, I think it was, was it Priscilla? Somebody, who was speaking? Somebody sound changed on me this morning that I hear, because, you know, we, we listen we really listen to hear how you guys sound, how we all sound, because we are in warfare. We got to understand how real this warfare is. Tony, I'm lifting you and your wife up. I'm praying for you because the enemy delights in trying to cause division and distraction. And although COVID changed a lot of lives for a lot of people, I lost a lot of people, but it also grew me up and it grew me closer in my marriage and being a mother and a grandmother and a daughter and an aunt. So it's, it's a lot to your message. And I really hope we take something out of it not just get on listen and say a couple words but really let it download in our in us the prayers that you prayed were heartfelt um andrew thank you for just being a he's going to restore all of it and more bro everything that you lost that was taken unlawful will be restored to you know that i told you before i love you i hear you and god has not forgotten about you it's just a time thing so don't get caught up in who you feel like is getting promoted because all those promotions ain't good you got to be able to stay there right 
So I just love you this morning. I, I, Tony, I'm so I'm so full. Let me go for my boss because she's looking for me. Thank God she's my niece. Let me go on mute. I love you. <laughs> love you too, dude. Thank you so much for that. Um, is, is there anybody else that has any questions, comments, or anything to say? Thank oh, you good for morning. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Oh, go right ahead. I can wait. Well, this is Sonia, um, Didi's little sister, Baby Spice, and I'm the one that I just mentioned. Didi doesn't know that she is, she's a true big sister. She helped me through some things there, and she actually kicked my butt, put it that way. She's no nonsense. (laughs) She, she, uh, she is really serious. She's no nonsense, and she's a straight no chaser. Um, and when she said that, basically, she just said, you have to really go through it. And really, and like she was telling Brother Andrew, it, it's serious. Don't worry about what's going on with others. You just have to basically handle it. The way that she, I can't give you the words that she told me, and because and, it wouldn't, yeah. Um, don't despise it. Because what you carry within you is so great that it, it, it's going, it's just going to shake really other foundations, and it, it's it's amazing. And the only reason why I can say that because I went through a lot, I lost a lot, and now that I look back on it, it was the best thing for me to not have it anymore. Because where I am right now, I'm more, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm blessed. I'm at peace. I love more. I forgive more. It just is great. Um, mm. And I just, I'm, I'm very thankful. I'm I'm not where I think I should be, but I'm not where I was. Yeah. And right now, when you reflect back on where you used to be, you think about, wow, when God does what he does, it is. And like she said, it's a faith thing. And I yeah. say a lot, faith is my currency. And that's why I said it's, it's like don't despise the small things. And when he's breaking you, he's breaking you for the better, for the greater. And I think Gian said something to me also was that you already have victory because you have victory in the beginning. So remember, remind yourself. I have to tell myself that sometimes I already have victory. I've already got this. I just got to go through it. Um, going back on mute. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, anybody else have any questions? I know there was somebody else waiting on the line there. Good morning. This is Valuable Valacita. I want to thank you for your declaration. It was very encouraging, so thank you. And I believe that was Sister Lisa that started off. Um, speaking yeah. about she and her daughter. Yeah, okay. I just wanted, I don't know if she's still on the call. I just wanted to encourage her to declare that the joy of the Lord is my yes, strength. I'm okay. okay, hi. Hi. I just, um, when you were speaking, I just felt like um, I needed to tell you that the joy of the Lord is your strength and to declare that daily over your life. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to, and, and I'll be lifting you and your daughter up in prayer. Have a thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Thank you. 
Yeah, Lisa, you got to hype yeah. yourself up. Um, Tony said it like that. Hype yourself up like David did because you're not going to always have a prayer partner or a call to call in on. Encourage yourself. Yeah. Hype yourself up. Get you some pots and pans and get busy. Okay, thank you, thank you. And that is what I didn't mention it, but even though yeah, and you prayed for me and you guys, thank you for praying for me, but it runs up with the enemy on me about my son. It's been a year since he passed, and I, I pray, I pray that God would bring him home, but he's bringing home him home his way, and he saved me from the drugs. And then I, I just the enemy, and I tell him get out of my head because I believe God. He was God's child first, even though I miss him, and and I so busy worried. I should be worried about his children, my grandchildren, that their father, and they're young, they're twelve and eleven, and I I I, I go get him and I pray with them, and and the enemy is with this happening, and we kind of brung up that, so I said no, don't get out of my head because God has it's already done. It's nothing I can change. He made his choice and. Now he's home with me, and um, I try to encourage myself to know that he's in the urn in the China cabinet. It makes me feel closer. I don't know if that makes any sense, but the devil is telling me it's your fault. It's your fault. You should have went got you. You know, I talk to myself. I just wanted to thank God for just holding me up and strengthening me, and, and, and even though through it all, I, I believe him, and, and I try, I daily have to tell him to get out of my head with that. That's right. Thank you, so Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, Pastor Tony, for your declaration. It was beautiful, as always, and very encouraging. Um, I wanted to support Sister Lisa in her process as well and offer her two things about, like you said, since it's a spiritual warfare, I want to honor you for first being a grandmother. I think the best thing, the best part of my life was my grandmother covering, even and all through all the dysfunction and everything. Um, she was my like anchor and my rock, and I knew that I could go to. So for you, sis, being in that position, you're talking about your kids and your son and your daughter and all of that. I want to offer to you two things. El Rohai, the God who sees me, there was a story when Hannah, um, Hagar, excuse me, Hagar was in the Bible. She was being mistreated as a slave and she ran away from um, Abraham and Sarah. But God still had a plan for her life and her son. And uh, he saw her suffering in the desert with her son and her son was about to die. Um, I forget who her son is, the 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 slave son I forgot but anyway um and she Ishmael. called him El Rohan Ishmael yes Ishmael Ishmael yes uh Ishmael so but anyway El she called him El Rohai El Rohai E L R O I the God who sees me or E L L R O H I depends on how people spell it the God who sees me and you pray to God based on all the wonderful wonderful names that he has the other name that because I've been in spiritual warfare for a season for such a long time. And um, me and my sister, we from South Central LA. They always talk about Richmond on this line, but we from South Central LA. So what you know about that? Anyway, we're spiritual warfare, <laughs> spiritual warriors too. So we you talk got about- You um, from South Central, yeah. that's me. Yeah, who's that? Who's me? Diane. Diane, Diane all right, Diane. <laughs> That's still South Central. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, El Jehovah Gabor, 
the God who wars for us, the God who wars on our behalf. And remember that he has the heavenly host. He is the commander of the angels and the army. So then then that goes to Psalms 91. He's going to keep you and protect you when you hide under the shadow of the almighty. So you have those things to pray to God in those names, call on him in those names. It depends on what you want and what you need from him. You use those names and address him as such. And remember Ephesians 6 and 12, 6 and 10, um, you know, to put on the full armor of God that prophetic music that you can play in the background when you're showering when you're cleaning up all that get rid of them spirits out of your house and let the enemy know that you came to warfare and this you know for your family good morning happy friday happy favorite friday family love you so much thank you so much thank you everyone um was there, was there anyone else you had any Good morning, Pastor Tony. This is Christina. I just wanted to thank you again for your awesome uh, declaration. Definitely was an on-time word, and I just wanted um, I just wanted to um, let you know I wanted to thank you. I think a few weeks ago you did a Friday prayer for our children. I just want to thank you for those prayers. I'm seeing God answering those prayers, um, and I just want to thank you again for all the work you're doing for the kingdom. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, was there, was there anybody else had any questions, any comments, anything to say? Good morning. I just. Oh, I think you're. I think you're breaking up there. Anybody? Anybody else have anything else to say? Any comments? Yeah, Pastor Tony, this is Priscilla again. I just wanted to make sure I got all the scriptures um, correct here. I know we started out with Psalms 56, and then you went to 1 Samuel 30, chapter 30, 30, so all of that chapter. And then all that chapter, yes. And then um, when you spoke to me, you gave me Exodus 3, 7. Mm-hmm. about Moses. That's so funny because God's been talking to me about Moses. So, And that was good information. I didn't know he was 80 years old when he started to to uh, free the Israelites. Or I didn't know that. That's that's good. Um, is that it? Did I get all the scriptures correct? Am I missing something? That there? is correct. Nope, nope. Those are, those are the three. That's plenty. That's plenty to work on for sure. <laughs> okay. Thank you again. Thank mm-hmm. you. No problem, sister. No problem. Okay. Anybody else have any questions, any comments? I just want have- to you I've enjoyed your work today, too. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Any Anybody else have any questions, any comments here? Hey, Tony, this is uh, Moxie Mona. I don't know I have a question or thing. Just want to also say thank you so much for that um, declaration. It really, really was good. 
and it really, really hit the heart. So I just wanted just to say that before we close out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. If there's if there's no one else with any questions, any comments Thank here. Yeah, if there's no one else with any questions, any comments, I will uh I will go ahead and close the call here. Um I'll just bless you as we go. But Father God, we just thank you so much, Lord. We just worship you, Lord. We thank you, God, because you spoke this morning. We thank you because you moved here this morning, Lord. Thank you for hearing us. Uh thank you for seeing us, God, Lord. Thank you for, for protecting us, for doing something about the way that we suffer, God. Thank you, Lord, because you always protect us, God. Even when we go through things, Lord, you only let the enemy take so much, God. You won't let him take everything. But thank you for everything. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for, for being with us, Lord. I pray that you take us from the place, but not from your presence, God. I pray that you protect us today. I pray that you bless us here today. I pray a hedge of protection over everybody here, God. Lord, I pray for a new level of discernment here today, God. I pray that you just, um, you just have us practice encouraging ourselves, God. That, so we're so good at encouraging others, God, Lord, but we got to be good at encouraging ourselves, God, Lord. So I just ask that you loose our lips, loose our tongue, God, Lord, that we're able to encourage ourselves throughout the day, Lord. And I thank you, God. We worship you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, God everybody, bless you. have a good day. Have a blessed day, have a blessed day, everyone. 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 Thank you. Have a blessed day. Love you, prosperous. Bye. Bye, girlfriend. Love you, sister. Thank you. Love you. Happy Friday, family. Love you.
in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Life, forgiving one another while staying 